Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Charmed Hard with a Vengeance. Tonight we watch Season 1, Episode 16, Memento Mori. In this one, uh, Charity is trying to cover up her crime, but she's not very good at it because she made the mistake of trying to wipe the memory of the smart one. Mm-hmm. So, Phelan, what'd you think of this one? This one was uh, Charity's misadventures with magic roofies. <laughs> <laughs> you were comparing it to that, like, uh, Arrested Development? Yeah, where Job keeps roofing himself, and then he doesn't remember, so he goes back, <laughs> gets more roofies, and roofies himself again. <laughs> the victim of the roofie circle finds himself constantly trying to re-erase the memory, but only succeeds in erasing the memory of the attempt to erase the memory. Uh, to be honest, I thought this was, like, a pretty good one, actually. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I thought they did pretty well with this one. This is probably one of their most solid episodes we've seen. <laughs> it felt like the pacing was pretty good. It felt like there were meaningful things happening that were yeah. payoffs to things rather than just dropping them because they're moving on to something else. Yeah, it felt like the sisters cared appropriately. They were proactive in some things, you know. Like Mel and Macy even going to see um, Parker's mom to get a, another opinion other than Charity's on what's going on with Macy. I'm like, oh, Mel and Maggie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mel. You said Mel and Macy. Yeah, Mel and Maggie do that. Uh, two of the M's. M and M, if yeah, you will. Yeah, M and M's. <laughs> M and M's do that. <laughs> For the third M, the evil M. <laughs> the evil M. We got the Evie. <laughs> One thing that happened last week, um, when we were talking about the episode, uh, we completely forgot that Jada was supposed to be half white lighter. Um, mm -hmm. and many people reminded us <laughs> and, uh, it, I am reminded of the fact that this show has so many things dropped on us that are meaningless. Mm -hmm. Uh, the fact that she is half white lighter should be a huge deal. The fact that Paige was half white lighter was a huge deal. The mm -hmm. fact that witches and white lighters got together were a huge plot point. It was uh, the reason that Piper and Leo couldn't get back together in the original series. So the fact that it was so unimportant that we didn't even remember that was part of her character yeah. um, speaks to just how this show frames everything like it's just nothing seems important and this week it felt like things were important very yeah, definitely huge improvement in all that and it just it felt like a overall just like a main story going on there weren't like little side trips over to something silly like oh well look at maggie having a hard time trying to get into her stupid sorority for the 17th time <laughs> <laughs> It felt more focused than usual, and even though there was stuff going on with Parker that wasn't directly related with, to what was going on with the charity plot, it still felt like it was servicing the overall arcing story that they have. Yeah, none of it was particularly annoying or anything. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I'll say is, like, I don't know, it seems kind of silly that Alistair's been mind-controlling Lucy all this time just to drop a little demon poison in one of Parker's drinks. Like, that, Did, did that he really seems... need Parker and Maggie back together to just yeah. drug him with a virus? Yeah, like they <laughs> recapped, you know, his evil Skype call with her where he zaps her into his little hypno her hypnotic state or whatever he's doing. 
to tell her, you know, like, oh, get them back together. And it's like, well, that just reminds us that she had nothing to do with getting them back together. But yeah, right. <laughs> but she shows up in this episode to drug the Bellinis. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, she shows up at a lunch date and like Parker and Maggie are kind of annoyed that she's horning in. And then she gets them all Bellinis and drugs them, but it only affects Parker. She drugged like both of them, didn't she? I think it's just Parker's. Oh, okay. That just reinforces like, why did Maggie have to factor into this at all? Yeah, I mean, unless there was something in hers and it's coming up later, but I thought it was just Parker's. Yeah, I mean, it's possible there's more to it. This is just something that he assumes is because his dad wants him to reach out to him, so he's infected him with something or other. Mm-hmm. That makes him uh, extremely shirtless for half the episode. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then he shoots a light out of his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I like when um he, he goes to his mom... And she says that the serum that she's giving him is starting to work, like it's weakening his demonic side. And mm. she explains it in these, like, scientific terms. And he's like, Mom, English, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, maybe I'm speaking too soon, I think I'm starting to turn around on Parker. Mm. I, as, like, this doofy guy with his family, like, his, his weird sitcom demon family. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like him as new Cole, but whatever is going on now is amusing to me. Mm-hmm. Ever since they've been sort of retooling him, it's, say it's been going in a better direction than he started in. So it's kind of like um, lame Angel. Yeah. <laughs> like this is something that would happen with like Buffy and Angel, but with like guitar guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they open the episode. Uh, Macy has had her mind wiped by Charity after the ending of the last one. Mm-hmm. And Charity comes in her room and is like opening the windows like, rise and shine. Yeah. It's time to get up. As if this is a normal thing that Charity does waking Macy up. Yeah, Macy does not question that enough. I feel it's like she's supposed to be groggy, but shouldn't she at least have said, Charity, why are you here? <laughs> like, like, she doesn't like live with them. Why? Yeah. Like, do you usually come in and wake Macy up? <laughs> Maybe she's living there. They have a, a scene with her and Harry in bed together just to drive home the fact you know something bad's going to happen. You're like, oh, things are going just too good for them. You know, they're just setting up for the betrayal. Yeah, well, I mean, we knew already because they showed us the end of the last episode. So. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, like, you just know that, like, it's going to come to a head soon because things are going too good for him with her. Mm-hmm. Like, we know that Charity did it, but just, like, we got to make sure, like, there's the extra, like, stab to the gut there. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Harry is just, like, he's just their chef. He's just always making it. They're like, Harry's made breakfast. Yeah. Just a, th- just a note. <laughs> he's, what? <laughs> well, he's, he's doing some useful things, though. Um mm-hmm. Not just making them breakfast, although that is an essential part of a Charmed Wednesday. He has to give them plenty of metachlorians in their breakfast. (laughs) Their powers work. Macy's dad is metachlorians? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, It's so funny. Like, this mind wipe thing is not 
working very well because Macy keeps remembering stuff. And so Charity just keeps going like, oh, whoops, <laughs> just wipe her mind again. And they realize these memory lapses are happening, but no one really knows why. Um, and Macy is trying to figure out what's going on with this test with uh, Elder Bari Priyanka uh, because she doesn't know that she's dead at this point. And uh, Harry goes to find her in like her elder office. Mm-hmm. There's like an office somewhere. She goes. He goes looking for her. Yeah, I don't know if it's like just her specific elder office. Like, I mean, we have seen that there's apparently some building, but which seems to be some kind of elders HQ. That didn't look as fancy as the building that we saw before, though. No, it kind of looked like a regular office, but it could also be like I don't know if elders have day jobs. They must lead normal lives, too, though, because their mom did. She just lived in her house. Yeah. So I guess maybe the, like, the mystical elder land is just for, like, special occasions, meetings. Yeah, yeah just going over there for important things or what that have to do with elders stuff. But yeah, maybe they just kind of hang out like white lighters do now. I find it weird that, like, um... Charity's always in white, and all the other elders that we've seen have been in white, but Marisol was just wearing normal-ass clothes. Like, she was an elder, too, but she didn't dress, like, in all of these, like, angelic outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, she went, uh, she went rogue, you know, off the grid. <laughs> we, okay, we, we get to see male elders in this, or at least we th- think that those are what they are we're not really sure but what was the scene there yes maybe it's because they're like prisoner elders <laughs> they're like prison guard el- yeah like i don't know it didn't make a lot of sense that headgear okay. yeah the headgear looked like something out of 300 or something mm. they had like um the the all white robes and then they had these like head caps on and then chains that covered their faces yeah unless they're just like i don't know more of those like white lighter slaves that work for the <laughs> elders elders or white lighters whatever i mean they sucked alistair pops in and toasts them like so easily <laughs> like and they're they're like burning char on the floor within two seconds i'm just like, like wow how much do they suck compared to the dinky charmed ones and their battle with them at the hardware store like <laughs> we, we take one blast insta fried they sucked as much as james avery getting killed by leo <laughs> Oh, poor James Avery. He should have thrown Leo out the door. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> they have um, an absolutely hilarious moment that is not supposed to be funny, where Macy finds Priyanka in a trunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just her body horrifically stuffed in a trunk. <laughs> Wait. I found that so kind of strange. I'm like, wait, so Charity killed her and then just left her at the scene of the crime. I'm like, they either that's sloppy or she's trying to pin it on Macy. Like, I mean, which I think I, she was. Yeah, which I mean, I don't understand though. Is, unless she's completely abandoned the I don't want to remember thing because seeing her dead will probably just bring back memories. That seems counter to her. Keep her. I don't know, memories of this away. You think you'd just want to move the body away. 
So I don't know. Well, I think the I think the point is gaslighting here. She's trying to make sure that she she doesn't know exactly what happened, and she's losing her mind, and her demonic side is taking over and killed her because eventually the other elders are going to notice that this elder is gone and they're going to find out that she's dead. So I think she needed someone to pin this on. Yeah. And she already, we know that she's not on team Macy at this point anyway. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's just seemed kind of funny when she's still trying to keep the, keep her from remembering anything. And then it's like, here's this, this will definitely jog some memories. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be unusual too, because she's a charmed one. It might be that the memory thing would work fine on like a normal person, but because she's a charmed one, like she's breaking through the spell. Well, that's what she said later basically was like, cause your special charmed one DNA keeps bringing <laughs> those memories back. <laughs> Bingo. Dino DNA. Charity suggests that they bind her powers, so they brought the power binding thing into this, um, but if they do that, then they risk losing the power of three forever. And that's what Marisol's doing, like, she finished the spell at the beginning to unbind them. Yeah, because they were bound to begin with, but I think that's just because they were children, and then when right. they got older, they were unbinding their powers. But I think she's also creating them as the power of three, and that's why Charity is so against her doing it. Cause yeah, because of, of Macy's, you know, necromancy state or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. We find out that's uh, the reason that she killed her is because uh, she told her that her daughter was raised from the dead, and so she's she's demonic, and so there'd be a demonic charmed one, and she wanted to stop this from happening, and thought that she was saving the world, basically. Uh, although Marisol points out that the world is at stake here and that's why they need the charmed ones. So uh, presumably this has something to do with the source plot that they, they haven't brought up for a while. Mm-hmm. It's still, I still feel like we're painting a not necessarily great picture of Marisol still in anything. Like it seems like she didn't like, I mean, I guess for the overall world's sake, she wanted to do this, but it seemed very, um, clinical about it like she didn't consider her daughter's feelings in regards to any of it i think she is um exactly like charity in the opposite way you know she thinks that she is doing this for the greater good so she just has to do this Mm -hmm. um but also i mean i think she trusts that her daughters will do the right thing which is why the demonic thing is not an issue for her she thinks that it's more important to reinstate the power of three Mm mm-hmm um, they also, the way they word it makes it seem like they are not the first charmed ones or only charmed ones. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just mean like Macy is a charmed one out of the three. But when they say a charmed one, it it makes it seem like this is something that has happened before. Yeah, I think they are saying that. You think like this coexists with the uh, the OG universe? I mean, yeah, that's possible. I mean, I mean, they've they've changed enough things that it doesn't quite make sense. But yeah, I mean, you could just say over time, maybe some of these things changed if they want to try and make it bit or whatever. But maybe they'll get Shannon Doherty in there at last. She's <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I always thought that would make more sense. You know, in the regular, the first charmed. Like, the fact that they act like they're the only possible ones. I'm like, well, they must have needed power of three spells and, you know, 
when they constantly were like, maybe we'll quit. And like, so is the world <laughs> screwed or can they install, like install new charmed ones? Like, and I think that's kind of what's going on here. Like maybe they can only have, you know, a set of charmed ones at one point. And I think that's why Marisol is kind of saying, like, I have three, which means I can making them, you know, the new charmed ones group or whatever. Yeah, well, and and there were so many instances in the original series where it's like they would find power of three spells in their book. And it's like, well, but who used these before there was the charmed ones? Mm -hmm. And they would occasionally do exceptions where like relatives, like their mom would cast a spell with them and it would be part of the power of three or something. But it seemed to be it was just something that had to do with the sisters and the Halliwells in particular. Right. Uh, it just didn't make a lot of sense that all of these were pre-existing spells and ways to defeat demons that prior to them, I guess, could never be defeated. Yeah, that was always so silly. Yeah, because there were, there's descriptions like, this one requires power of three spell to kill. Like, who knew that? Like, why do you know that'll work if you can't test it because you don't have charmed ones before this moment? <laughs> Uh, whoever wrote that page of the Book of Shadows knew uh, <laughs> while they were sticking in that headshot of Cole in the park going, yeah. hey guys, <laughs> they were also writing up Power of Three spells. They were like zapping that guy and like, man, nothing kills you. What can? He's like, let me tell you, I think it'll take a Power of Three spell. <laughs> oh, let me jot that down. <laughs> Damn it, Jerry. Not with that Power of Three shit again. <laughs> <laughs> no, the demon said Power of Three spell. What? What is that even? And we don't have anyone to do one of those. Because, <gasps> uh, I don't know, the uh, Angels of Destiny or whatever said it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I liked how Macy handled things in this episode because um, while she is doubting herself, she's the smart one. So mm. she, like, she knew her mind was going to be wiped when Charity was coming after her, so she burned herself with the candles to provide herself a clue to lead herself back to that area and and remind herself what happened. Yeah. So once again, she is the the best one in the group. Yeah. Yeah. It's all that was quite clever. I did think it's funny though that she holds her arm over the candle for like a second and it leaves those burns. <laughs> yeah, considering she's got her super tough demon skin now, I don't know how that. <laughs> yeah. That really. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're super strong magic candles. So. Yeah. But it, yeah, it was funny. It's like, I see this mind wipe coming there set something up here. She knows the deal. Yeah. And um, Charity finds out that she knows about it. And she's like, all right, I'm going to take you to the temple under the house. I'm going to have to kill you. Yeah, she completely goes unhinged. <laughs> she, just, she just goes nuts. And then when um, Maggie and uh, and Mel find them, that Macy's immediately like, she killed her mom, and Mel's like, oh, hell no, just dives in and drop kicks her. Yeah, just kicks her in the <laughs> face. Great. <laughs> like, no. She gets in a few kicks. Yeah, she it's just goes good. for the physical attacks, which is kind of funny. She's like, I don't even need magic in this situation, yeah, bitch. I'll throw down. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna kick her like she's a straight white male. Yeah. <laughs> This was the best episode for Mel, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I li they were all working together. Mm. And you could tell, like, Mel would be the most pissed, because she is the one that was totally, like, team mom, the most angry about this. Yeah, she seemed the one who's probably closest to her. Uh, yeah. 
So they use the runes on the wall uh, to heighten their powers and then steal Charity's powers. Mm -hmm. And when she's up in the air, she's like, Harry, help me out. I never knew you at all. Yeah. (laughs) He done got burned. She got her power drain. She's empty battery. Mm. Throw her out. Poor Harry. There's a lot of stuff going on in this episode for him to take in. <laughs> he's he's not had a, a particularly good time so no. far on Charmed. <laughs> yeah, because like while he's yelling at a charity for beings evil and stuff, Fiona kind of pops in. It's like, yo, I want to talk to my stupid sister. What? You're alive? Yeah. Pretty cool, Harry. But anyway, I need to talk to her alone. (laughs) I I realize, like, they only got so much time in in 40 minutes, but, like, he just found out the charge he thought was dead and, like, was his big guilty thing was also, like, alive now. And, Mm. like, he's like, all right, I guess I I gotta stand in the corner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, Fiona, like, comes to charity and she's just like, you thought you were the good one and you're time to shine, but guess what? It's mine. The crown is mine, bitch. The crown's mine, bitch. What was, like, the portal Fiona came through, though? Is like the elder thingy, but it was green instead of, like, blue energy around the circle door. Maybe because she's an evil elder? That's her transport power? So she have elder powers? Like, did she? Because she's just Harry's charge, right? So she wasn't an elder. I'm going to look up on the the, uh, Charmed Wiki right now. All right, I just looked it up on the wiki. I want to make sure we don't get any more facts wrong here. People are going to get mad at us. Charm explaining um, us. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she was his charge. It doesn't say anything about her being an elder, but I guess it's it's because Charity also has a similar power. But I, I just assumed that was something the elders did. But Yeah, because I thought it was a special elder teleport portal thingy. Yeah, maybe it's just them. I mean, they did make it green, so I don't know. Maybe it's some weird evil or side that she's tapped into to do a similar thing. I don't know. What if they revealed that there was a third sister and they used to be the Charmed Ones? <sighs> and then, like, it, it fell apart. And uh, maybe that's part of why the Macy thing was getting to charity, because Fiona also went to the dark side. Mm-hmm. I do find it uh, an interesting parallel that they are also sisters. Yeah. Going with the theme. Mm-hmm. I like that they're doing something like this with Charity, too. Like, taking her down that dark road, and then... I don't know what will come with her teaming up with Alistair, which is what they set up at the end, but... Yeah, maybe he'll give her some, like, limited powers, and she'll just be, like evil and magical like she's she's rising up in the ranks again or something yeah i'm kind of curious i guess where that'll go because she still was doing bad things in the name of supposedly doing good so it'd be a hard sell i would think for her still unless she rationalizes it some way if she thinks she is stopping the Charmed Ones for the good of the world, because yeah. she thinks that Macy is doing something wrong or that she'll turn evil or whatever, maybe she'll think yeah. that this is a means to an end. That'll probably be Alistair's pitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's interesting. I like they're going this route with her, a fallen elder 
Mm-hmm. And she knows all the elder secrets, and she knows their identities. So that's not someone that you want on the side of evil. Yeah. Also, interior decorator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she can uh, she can help out Alistair yeah. <laughs> spruce up his place. <laughs> and um, Charity is about to get dropped into uh, Tartarus too. Yeah, they're just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> like before Alistair saves her, these weird, stupid face mask guys are taking her to the Tartarus hole. <laughs> She's not been the same woman since Tartarus. <laughs> I was kind of wondering if Fiona might kill her earlier, but then she says, like, have fun in Tartarus. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe she would kill her or she would set her free and team up with her and they'd be doing bad things. I mm-hmm. thought this was going to lead to something there, but... Uh... Apparently not. No, but I guess Fiona might kind of turn into the more uh, elder type witch that they go to for some things, maybe. I don't know. She seems to not have a, a great plan going on either. She says she's destined for greatness, but this that could yeah. mean, mean many things. So I mean, I, I don't think she's good either, but it just might be that they kind of go to her for things for a bit, and then they're going to find out she's not very great either. <laughs> so it keeps I, happening! <laughs> I don't mind them dropping the elders as just, like, the stupid rule people that are always like you got to do this thing because we're in charge or whatever mm-hmm. um but i i find it interesting the position this puts harry in because this is his bosses and the people that like rose him from the dead or whatever so he's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place here and uh yeah. i don't know maybe that'll change his position with the charmed ones yeah it's cool with you girls until you like depowered my girlfriend. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think like he understands why. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> Just like maybe that'll bother him at some point. <laughs> I, I like that they um when they were seeing what happened to their mom, they were using Macy's powers just in a functional thing, her evil powers. Right. So I like that they're sort of mixing the the demonic powers with the witch stuff and making a little bit more gray. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, it just, they hold on to her and she can show them basically the video yeah. <laughs> of, of their mom dying. <laughs> I'm glad that she knew that she could do this. Like, they're like, can you show us? And she's like, I can, I can try. And yeah. so she, like, takes their Maybe. hands and is like, all right, I guess. If she's using the stick in the forehead, yeah, then it's ultra the vision. sewing needle back in my head. <laughs> Knitting needle. That's what I mean. It looks more like a knitting needle. Yeah. So yeah, overall, like uh, I thought this was a, a pretty solid episode. Yeah, they did pretty well in this one. Solid story and stuff and no real detours into something where you're just like, why is this happening? Like Mel doesn't go, oh man, that's really crazy. What's going on with Macy? I'm going to go hang out with Jada. <laughs> like I don't think they made a single comment that was like stupid straight white man, white man keeping me down, <laughs> stale chips and white supremacy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, just like out of nowhere. Yeah. This one didn't really seem to have any sort of like 
like hammer over the head message going on here. I think that they had the strong theme of sisterhood, mm-hmm. but it wasn't in a way that seemed shoehorned in where it didn't need to be or at the expense of someone else. It was yeah. just part of the story. And you saw them actively trying to help their sister and stuff, which is nice. Like, <laughs> you'd think that'd be kind of basic, but <laughs> germed, it's not a lot of the time. <laughs> well, it related to their mom, so it meant more to them. They're like, whatever, <laughs> Macy, mom, dropkick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they're still going off to talk to Parker's mom and stuff and try and figure things out because they weren't sure of charity and stuff and just... Everything seemed a little shady with Macy losing her memory and whatnot. It's just mm-hmm. nice to see them actually go and do something instead of being reactive like they are most of the time. Like, I'm not going to do anything until it happens to me and then I'll stop it. <laughs> yeah, and Mel had some aggressions to get out regarding uh, the stuff with Nico as well, so it was a double for her. Mm-hmm. All right, Phelan, are you ready for the fashion segment? <laughs> Fashion. There was a there was a lot going on in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Macy had a one that I liked. It, it was a jacket that was half lace that was see through, and then half stripes knitwear, <laughs> just split down the middle. <laughs> um, Charity had some pretty good ones actually. Um, she had a, a jumpsuit in her usual white color mm-hmm. uh, with a big belt. A uh, lace turtleneck and lace sleeves and, and just huge dangly lace sleeves. <laughs> it was very 70s looking or, or partridge family. <laughs> she also had, during the finale, th- th- this like ultimate villain look. She had this um, sleeveless trench coat with these giant... This giant collar, like Dracula or, or the master in, in Doctor Who. <laughs> I always dress for the occasion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice with that one too? There were like there were chains like there holding chains? the tips of the collar down. Like they no. had chains connected to the shoulder that connected to the tips of the collar. <laughs> like they couldn't be contained. Just <laughs> <laughs> contain them to the outfit. Wow. <laughs> oh, that was great. Um Mel had on a uh a dress with uh, a turtleneck and black and yellow tie-dye. Mm. She was wearing a shiny all-gold shirt and jacket. Yeah, that was, that, that was the best outfit. <laughs> so gold. Mm, you know you lo- I love me some gold lame. <laughs> so I'm down for this. Um, Maggie, as usual, some great looks. Uh, she's got a green dress with some flowers and ruffles and cutout shoulders, which she pairs with a purple jacket, mm. a uh, white tiger stripe shirt, and uh, the best look that she had in the episode, a red jean jacket over a jean tube top yeah. over another white shirt with a belt tying it on and a bunch of chains. Yeah, a bunch of gold chains. It made her look kind of like like she's a red version of an old Mr. T outfit until I saw it was like a <laughs> tube top because you do the overalls sometime. <laughs> so I thought it was kind of like red overalls under a red jacket, but no, it was just a weird red tube top thing. But still, when you saw her just from like... Well, 
bit under her head. It kind of looked like that with all the gold chains and stuff. Oh, it was great. It was like she she just jumped out of a 90s girl group or something. Yeah. It, oh, it spectacular. And then she puts like a uh, pink leopard print scarf over it later. Like, oh, all of these things go together. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So yeah, uh, overall, I think that this episode was strong. Had some good looks, had some good stories, uh, some good acting. Uh, I, I like the direction this is going. I hope it continues. Yeah, and this is one of the times where Marisol came back and it wasn't like, why? <laughs> it's like <laughs> It meant something? Yeah, it made sense to show her here because this was actually doing something. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, I think that's all that we got to say about this episode this week. Uh, I'm excited about this. So uh, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, uh, I'd appreciate it if you left a comment or subscribed. Uh, hashtag, where's the galfin? Yeah, get them back from Jumanji, man. <laughs> uh, and we'll see you Charmanders next week. Bye!